This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Annie Hill. Edmund Dulac's Fairy Tales by Edmund Dulac. Section 1. Snigorachka, a Russian fairy tale. The old wife sang merrily as she sat in the ingle nook stirring the soup, for she had never felt so sad. Many, many years had come and gone, leaving the weight of the winters on her shoulders and the touch of snow on her hair without ever bringing her a little child. This made her and her dear old husband very sad, for there were many children outside playing in the snow. It seemed hard that not even one among them was their very own, but, alas, there was no hope for such a blessing now. Never would they see a little fur cap hanging on the corner of the mantelpiece, nor two little shoes drying by the fire. The old husband brought in a bundle of wood and set it down. There they were, dancing with glee around a snowman they had made. He smiled as he saw that it was evidently meant to look like the mare of the village. It was so fat and pompous. Look, Marusha, he cried to the old wife, come and see the snowman they've made. As they stood together at the window, they laughed to see what fun the children got out of it. Suddenly the old man turned to her with a bright idea. Let's go out and see if we can make a little snowman. But Marusha laughed at him. What would the neighbors say? They would poke fun at us. It'd be the joke of the village. Besides, we're too old to play like children. But only a little one, Marusha. Only a teeny-weeny little snowman. And I'll manage it that nobody sees us. Well, well, she said, laughing. Have your own way, as you always did, Yushko. With this, she took the pot from the fire put on her bonnet, and they went out together. As they passed the children, they stopped to play with them a while, for they now felt almost like children themselves. Then they trudged on through the snow till they came to a clump of trees, and behind this, where the snow was nice and white and nobody could see them, they set to work to make their little man. The old husband insisted that it must be very small and the old wife agreed that it should be almost as small as a newborn babe. Kneeling down in the snow, they fashioned the little body in next to no time. Now there remained only the head to finish, two fat handfuls of snow for the cheeks and face, and a big one on top for the head. Then they put on a wee dab for the nose and poked two holes, one on each side for the eyes. It was soon done and they were already standing back looking at it and laughing and clapping their hands like children. Then suddenly they stopped. What had happened? A very strange thing indeed. Out of the two holes they saw looking at them two wistful blue eyes. Then the face of the little snowman was no longer white. The cheeks became rounded and smooth and radiant, and two rosy lips began to smile up at them. A breath of wind brushed the snow from the head, and it all fell down round the shoulders in flaxen ringlets, escaping from a white fur cap. At the same time, some snow, loosened from the little body, fell down and took the shape of a pretty white garment. Then, 
suddenly before they could open and shut their mouths their snow mannikin was gone and in his place stood the daintiest prettiest little maiden they had ever seen they gave each other a look out of the corners of their eyes and scratched their heads in wonderment but it was as true as true there stood the little girl all pink and white before them she was really alive for she ran to them and when they stooped down to lift her up she put one arm around the old wife's neck and the other around the old man's and gave them each a hug and a kiss they laughed and cried for joy then suddenly remembering how real some dreams can seem they pinched each other in turn still they were not sure for the pinches might have been part of the dream so in fear lest they might wake and spoil the whole thing they wrapped the little girl up quickly and hastened back home on the way they met the children still playing round their snowman and the snowballs with which they had pelted them in the back were very real but there again the snowballs might have belonged to the dream but when they were inside the house and saw the inglenook with the soup in the pot by the fire and the bundle of wood nearby and everything just as they'd left it they looked at each other with tears in their eyes and no longer feared that it was all a dream in another minute there was a little white fur cap hanging on the corner of the mantelpiece and two little shoes drying by the fire while the old wife took the little girl on her lap and crooned a lullaby over her the old man put his hand on his wife's shoulder and she looked up marusha yushko at last we have a little girl we made her out of the snow so we will call her snegorochka the old wife nodded her head and then they kissed each other when they had all had supper they went to bed the old husband and wife feeling sure they would wake early in the morning to find the child still with them and they were not disappointed there she was sitting up between them prattling and laughing but she had grown bigger and her hair was now twice as long as at first when she called them little father and little mother they were so delighted that they felt like dancing as nimbly as they had in their young days but instead of dancing they just kissed each other and wept for joy that day they held a big feast the old wife was busy all the morning cooking all kinds of dainties while the old man went round the village and collected the fiddlers all the boys and girls of the village were invited and they ate and sang and danced and had a merry time till daybreak as they went home the girls all talked at once about how much they had enjoyed themselves but the boys were very silent they were thinking of the beautiful snegorochka with the blue eyes and the golden hair every day after that snegorochka played with the other children and taught them how to make castles and palaces of snow with marble halls and thrones and beautiful fountains the snow seemed to let her do whatever she liked with it and to build itself up under her tiny fingers as if it knew exactly what shape it was to take they were all greatly delighted with the wonderful things she made but when she showed them how to dance as the snowflakes do first in a brisk whirl and then softly and lightly they could think of nothing else but snegorochka she was the little fairy queen of the children 
the delight of the older people and the very breath of life to old marusha and yushko and now the winter months moved on with slow and steady stride they went from mountain top to mountain top around the circle of the skyline the earth began to clothe itself in green the great trees holding out their naked arms like huge babies waiting to be dressed were getting greener and greener and last year's birds sat in their branches singing this year's songs the early flowers shed their perfume on the breeze and now and then a waft of warm air straying from its summer haunts caressed the cheek and breathed the glowing promise in the ear the forests and the fields were stirring a beautiful sprint brooded over the face of nature spring was trembling on the leash and tugging to be free one afternoon marusha was sitting in the ingle nook stirring the soup and singing a mournful song because she had never felt so full of joy the old man yushko had just brought in a bundle of wood and laid it on the hearth it seemed just the same as on that winter's afternoon when they saw the children dancing round their snowman but what made all the difference was snegorochka the apple of their eye who now sat by the window gazing out at the green grass and budding trees yushko had been looking at her he had noticed that her face was pale and her eyes a shade less blue than usual he grew anxious about her are you not feeling well snegorochka he asked no little father she replied sadly i miss the white snow oh so much the green grass is not half as beautiful i wish the snow would come again oh yes the snow will come again replied the old man but don't you like the leaves and the trees and the blossoms and the flowers my darling they are not so beautiful as the pure white snow and snegorochka shuddered the next day she looked so pale and sad that they were alarmed and glanced at one another anxiously what ails the child said marusha yushko shook his head and looked from snegorochka to the fire and then back again my child he said at last why don't you go out and play with the others they are all enjoying themselves among the flowers in the forest but i've noticed you never play with them now why is it my darling i don't know little father but my heart seems to turn to water when the soft warm wind brings the scent of blossoms but we will come with you my child said the old man i will put my arm about you and shield you from the wind come we will show you all the pretty flowers in the grass and tell you their names and you will just love them all of them so marusha took the pot off the fire and then they all went out together yushko with his arm around snegorochka to shield her from the wind but they had not gone far when the warm perfume of the flowers was wafted to them on the breeze and the child trembled like a leaf they both comforted her and kissed her and then they went on towards the spot where the flowers grew thickly in the grass but as they passed a clump of big trees a bright ray of sunlight struck through like a dart and snegorochka put her hand over her eyes and gave a cry of pain they stood still and looked at her for a moment as she drooped upon the old man's arm her eyes met theirs and upon her upturned face were swiftly running tears which sparkled in the sunlight as they fell then as they watched her she grew smaller and smaller until at last all that was left of snegorochka 
was a little patch of dew shining on the grass. One teardrop had fallen into the cup of a flower. Yushko gathered that flower very gently and handed it to Marusha without a word. They both understood now. Their darling was just a little girl made of snow, and she had melted away in the warmth of the sunlight. End of section one.